because names are hard for me now. Welcome to the Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome with Melissa Kirscher and Wendy Bowlesby. Dear listeners, to Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome. I am Melissa, and I am joined, as always, by my fantastic co-host... Jazz Hands! That would be me, <laughs> Wendy. <laughs> Indeed, the queen of jazz hands down there in Austin, and I'm up here in Minneapolis, and we're coming to you! Not so live! <laughs> I, I, I was on a roll, and then I went... Oh, I was going to say live, and we're not. But not so live. We're coming to you with things that brought us joy this week. Studio so. tape delay. Studio. T- Ooh, that's good. I like that one. There's so studio tape delay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, dear Wendy, what yes. is a movie thing that brought you joy this week? A movie thing. Okay. So, John Mulaney. Yeah. Com- complicated complicated truth oh did i think i know what you watched i did i watched baby j oh it's really great yeah please proceed it's fascinating i won't Uh say it's great but i will say it's fascinating Mm -hmm. um because is it as good as his you know classic comedy specials no but it's not meant to be that's not what's going on in this and that's part of what is so fascinating about it. Is it still enjoyable and entertaining? Absolutely. So if for whatever, if you've been under a rock or you're not a John Mulaney fan, um, John Mulaney, stand-up comic, um, known for, of course, The Horses in the Hospital. Love that bit. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And uh, also the It's Not Unusual bit, which will always make me cry laughing. Um, so John Mulaney, though, addict. Uh, alcoholic and then eventually addict and Mm -hmm. the the pandemic was not kind and uh basically when everything shut down and he had nothing to do what he did do was drugs Mm -hmm. basically if i can put this together and then of course famously in the process of all that he divorced his wife he met olivia munn he started it's unclear when he started the relationship with olivia munn right but then Mm -hmm. uh uh, they immediately had she got pregnant and they had a baby like boom Mm -hmm. so there was a lot of backlash against john mulaney um in terms of just like the way it fell out with him leaving his wife and ending up with Olivia Munn and then immediately having a baby when literally there had been entire comedy routines around how they didn't want a baby. And Mm -hmm. like the whole, the whole thing just felt real icky and John Mulaney Mm -hmm. wasn't canceled per se because there was nothing that he had done that was like 
pervasively oppressive or harassing or anything like that. It just, it wasn't classy. And right. it, it was a guy being shitty. Yeah. You know? And was, not to forgive that. It's just, it wasn't like he was, yeah, he, he was just being a bad date, you know? <laughs> and, um, and it was, and there was the usual like, well, yeah, but like drugs and alcohol and it's like, mm, still mm. kind of shitty. So mm -hmm. this special is very deliberately constructed to be his re rehabilitation. Mm -hmm. And like, you can just watch it in that light. And there's a lot there to just notice and pick, pick at and be like, huh, interesting. So even just with that lens, there's a lot to really keep you engaged in this, but also it's John Mulaney. He's a mm -hmm. great storyteller. He knows how to be so engaging. Um, there's really laugh out loud, funny moments, but overall, is it as funny? No, because this is him telling the story. This is a story. This isn't a stand-up set. This is a mm -hmm. lot more um, Hassan Minaj, right? Storytelling right. than it is a stand-up set because it's literally him talking about the intervention and then going into rehab and being in rehab and then meeting Olivia and trying to and going through all of it and he's putting some of it with a filter of comedy but for the most part it's him literally literally just trying to explain what the hell happened to him and giving you the perspective that like he's been an addict his whole life and oh yeah and it does make you go back and like watch his other specials and be like hmm Hmm. Huh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But of course, I mean, when you know the pace they keep at SNL, right? Oh, yeah. There's no way. There's a reason why so many SNL comedians end up coke addicts. Well, it's a pressure cooker. Yeah. And it's always has been. Because you got to generate a show in a week and and put it live in front of the entire United States every week, every and, week. Yeah. Every, every week. week. It's insane. So yeah, I watched baby J. Um, I, I think what I like about that, I mean, the thing about that particular special is that first of all, I think it's a really fascinating way to look at addiction because almost all the, when Mulaney makes a joke, it's at his expense. It is the, this is where my brain was at at the time. And isn't that fucking weird or so on and so forth. And he was taking that lens to addiction is kind of great. Yeah. You no, know, it's uh, rather than like wallowing in the tragedy of it. It's like, this shit is weird. Okay. <laughs> and this is, this is how it all went down and I hope I'm on the other side of it. So, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty great. I really, I really like that special. I also like when comedians really go into 
looking at their lives in that way, not just the "Hey, isn't it weird that this happens?" Oh yeah, or, when there's you know, like really taking yourself apart and putting it together into a comedy routine. That is fascinating to me. Douglas, but Hannah Gadsby's Douglas. Hannah Gadsby, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. obviously um, Nanette. But yeah. Douglas is more rewatchable. She's got a new special <laughs> as well on oh, Netflix. Really? <gasps> yes, she does. I need it. And I it need is it. about her getting married. Oh, yeah. I we I started it, but then I started falling asleep, so I turned it like I haven't finished it yet. But I adore Hannah Gadsby. Um, I will say, John Mulaney still does not look healthy. No, I so agree. There is a part of me that in that special, he still looks, he looks puffy. He looks mm-hmm. tired. So there is, there is a part of me that wonders, is he really on the other side of it? Or is well, this, is this just the waypoint and there's still more work to be done? And that's not any kind of judgment. It's just... No. He's on a road. Yeah. Um, and and really, are you ever fully on the other side of addiction? Well, you're not. If you were an addict. Yeah. I mean, but, you are and you're not. And it's, it's, it's a path you have to travel. Yeah. He still looks like the, there's a physical toll being taken, which mm-hmm. makes me worry, especially with him, like going, like he's back on the road and he's touring like mm-hmm. I because then again you know a whole pandemic happened there I think yeah. we're all kind of puffy and tired <laughs> I mean good god yeah uh like and I, I don't want to be clear I'm not criticizing the way he no. looks or criticize I just this is honestly like addiction's a bitch mm-hmm. I hope he keeps moving forward but he still looked like he was in the midst of it. <laughs> like that's my concern. Like, buddy, you don't look like you're actually on the other side of rehab. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so I, I hope, I hope this continues to be going forward and going up for you, because he's so funny. He he's, is. He's so funny. He's got such a great, unique style. Um, mm-hmm. So I yeah. love his delivery. His delivery oh. is fantastic. And he he zeroes in so uniquely on things. Mm-hmm. That's what I've always appreciated. Like, you have feminine hips. Oh, that's the one thing I was really self-conscious about. <laughs> like, he's he his humor surprises a laughs out of me more often than not. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, Baby J is on Netflix. And if you're a John Mulaney fan, like, it is a good watch. For Excellent. sure. What about you, Melissa? What have you watched recently? I finally caught up with a Pixar movie I hadn't seen. Oh? Soul. Huh. I have not seen Soul. Have you seen Soul? I did. I watched it during the pandemic when it came out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I really liked it. And um, so, dear listeners, Soul is the Pixar movie that it's kind of like another Inside Out in that it it's exploring these abstract concepts. And in this case, rather than emotions, it's exploring uh, inspiration as well as afterlife and, and stuff like that. But, um, but mostly it's about what drives a person. What's your spark? What's your, what's your meaning to 
to being here and living. And it is as for as dark and serious as that sounds, this is a Pixar movie. It's it's light, it's funny, and they approach it in a fascinating way. And so if you have not seen it, the, the basics of it is uh, there's this uh, there's this guy, he's uh, teaching, he's a middle school music teacher. Uh, he's not really happy with uh, teaching middle school kids. What he really wants to do is perform jazz. Um, he finally gets a shot at uh, being the pianist in for a famous uh, jazz saxophone player. And as he's on the way to the gig, which is his real true chance, uh, he falls down a manhole. And he goes to the afterlife. <laughs> and dies. And dies. And so his soul's uh, kind of exploring. He's like, I can't do this. I can't go into the light. I got to go back. I got to get my chance. And uh, so he winds up getting bounced around kind of the machinery of heaven, the, the great beyond, as they say. And he winds up through through wacky hijinks. He winds up being a mentor for a soul that is uh, destined to go, you know, start a new life on Earth, a brand new soul. But this this soul has literally been dilly-dallying for like 6,000 years. And everybody has been a mentor to this soul, like Socrates and Mother Teresa. And everybody has like, ah, this, this soul is unteachable. And so he gets stuck with number 22 <laughs> and uh, they, they wind up having wacky hijinks uh, going back to earth and there's like body swapping going on and there's all sorts of wacky things and it, and it's really, really fun. But also uh, the movie takes time to, you know, kind of peer out to the, the joy in living and yeah. music and what inspires you and and whether it's playing jazz or as the case may be sign twirling <laughs> <laughs> and but also uh the the thing i was really caught by in this particular film pixar always has a fantastic character design yeah and this one in particular, like these entities that are kind of managing the great beyond, they, they're, they're these kind of like two dimensional figures that are just made out of a few gesture lines, kind of like a, what was it? Hirschfeld, the, that cartoonist who'd make cartoons with a yeah. single continuous line. That's what they reminded me of. And it's just really cool. And also one of the voices is Richard Ayoade. And, you know, you can't go wrong with Richard Ayoade. Yeah. The, the, I mean, the, the voice talent's great because it's Jamie oh, Foxx yeah. and Tina Fey and Graham Norton. You mentioned mm -hmm. him before. Graham Norton's right? in there. Uh, Felicia mm -hmm. Rashad and Angela ba ba Bassett and David Diggs. Like, yes, please. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And uh, also... <laughs> The score is by Trent Reznor <laughs> and Atticus Ross. Also Atticus Ross, but Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was a nice surprise at the end. It's like, oh, Trent Reznor to the music. <laughs> so yeah, Nine Inch Nails working for Disney. What a future we live in. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. 
I was really charmed by that movie. I thought it was lovely. And also it's it's a movie about an adult, which is interesting for Pixar. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, and I mean, they've done it before, you know, cuz The Incredibles is also about parents and and so on and so forth. But it's like, oh, that's nice too, you know. It's not just for kids. Yeah. So we watched like I said, we watched it when it came out during the pandemic, and mm-hmm. I remember really liking it and but Mm -hmm. like what I really appreciate is much like Inside Out is this the the way Pixar swings for the fences on these crazy concepts Mm -hmm. um, these concept stories and Soul is totally worthwhile to watch I want to be clear but like Inside Out nailed me right with the right thing at the right time and um, I just think that I think that unfortunately Soul came out right when none of us were capable to emotionally engage with it because mm-hmm. of the pandemic. Which is kind of sad because the movie is partly about engaging with the people around you. Yeah, but yeah. but um, yeah, we we were all just struggling to get by. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. so yeah, for sure. For sure, um, and also, it's, yeah, it is a great score. It like it is. It is it's a lovely. great score. Um, so, Melissa, what else brought you joy this week? Well, this actually links in with Soul because uh, the other musician who worked on Soul, who was doing like the piano compositions and the actual jazz stuff, was John Batiste. And uh, recently, you know, I got it. I I've been getting into John Batiste's music which um, is, it's hard to describe because it's kind of a pastiche of stuff. There's a little bit of hip hop and there's soul and there's gospel and there's uh, kind of sound collage stuff happening. And it is just wonderful. And so um, it, what it actually reminds me of in a weird way is Beck. Because you know how Beck, kind of has this these weird soundscapes in all of his music you know Mm -hmm. whether it's and it's kind of just grabbed from all over the place john Mm -hmm. batiste is kind of very similar to that so yeah i've been really enjoying uh, a couple of john batiste albums lately cool in in particular the the one uh called we are i think it's called we are that one is really great all right oh is it my turn it is your turn. Um, okay, so something that brought me joy this week is I have finally booked the flights to Australia for Chris Ooh. and I for our 20th anniversary big trip to Australia. And I am here to sing the praises of Air New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> have I already done this? I don't remember. I don't think you did it on the show, but I go for it. Go for it. Um, Air New Zealand has a thing called sky couch this is in economy listeners it's in economy it is available to economy fares so first off just accept if you want to go to australia you're talking almost two thousand dollars in airfare even in economy period that's just Mm -hmm. it's a long flight um Mm -hmm. so uh and i forget how i found it i feel like I saw an ad or 
like I was looking up flights on Google Flight and clicked through and was like, what is this that's being offered? I don't know. But this Sky Couch, what it is, is a special row of seats. There are like eight of them on the plane. Mm-hmm. And you are up against the side of the plane. It's not the middle rows. It's just mm-hmm. in the, on the side rows. And it is three seats together. And these three seats all have, number one, a foot rest. And there is a way to just put it in the halfway position where you can have a proper foot rest as a short mm-hmm. person. That was magical. But these foot rests come all the way up. They have a little pad. They make it up into a bed for you. And it's basically a little twin bed of all three <laughs> seats. And so you can pay... Basically, if you'd fly alone and want the whole row to yourself, you could pay basically double. It's not quite double, but it's pretty much double and be like, I'm taking the whole row. So I'm taking my seat and the additional two and I get all three and I now have in economy a a way to lay down and sleep mm-hmm. because listeners business class on on a flight to Australia is like $15,000. Right. Like it's ridiculous per person. It's ex- it's yep. stupid expensive. So but for Chris and I to so for two people in this one row for us to buy that third seat was only another $1000. Nice. Yeah. So I'm very and also because it's not a a US airline we don't have to pay to check a bag. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna get proper food, right? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have like all of the amenities of air travel that we have in America allowed to be stripped from us because America is so awful in so many different ways. Because so, capitalism. Because capitalism. So the flight leaves from Houston. I've already checked in with our friends Alan and Tammy Cerny. So we're going to mm-hmm. drive over to, to Houston and leave our car at their house. So we And the flight is direct from Houston all the way to Auckland, New Zealand. Dang. And then, then we change planes to get over to Australia. Right? Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm, very excited i'm very excited like a comfortable way to spend almost what like 15 hours on a plane right oh yeah so that that brought me joy this week i and bet it also, did like number one to spend the money but it like it's it's happening now it's happening mm-hmm. It's happening. Yay. Yay. you know when you know exactly when you've got the date on your calendar uh, accommodations are set. That's a good feeling. It's happening. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. I um I went and I looked up secret bars in uh Adelaide and in Melbourne, <laughs> which are the two cities we're gonna spend time with. I'm like, I bet there are secret bars. Melissa, there are secret bars. Oh, I bet there are. I look forward to uh <laughs> uh immediate reports on <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely on where you are. <laughs> Ah, it's going to be, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. We're going to have a good time. So yeah, yeah, um, that is what brought me joy this week. So. Oh, that's right. I'm the the moderator of this. Oh my God. Oh, oh, Wendy. There is nothing moderate about us. 
Melissa. <laughs> Melissa. Uh, uh, it's so true. Well, dear listeners, thank you very much for joining us on Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome. I have been Melissa, and my co-host is... Wendy. And we are so happy that you have joined us in the Pleasure Dome. We hope we have brought you joy. And uh, if you have anything that particularly brought you joy... This week, please let us know. We are available on our website, azanadusinema.com. Uh, you know, we're available on, you know, various podcatchers and stuff. And yeah. Anyway, yeah. so thank you very much, dear listeners. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us in the Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome. Our theme song was written by Tim Wick and Jeffrey Brown and recorded and mastered by Chad Dutton. New episodes arrive every Thursday. You can find us on iTunes and on Stitcher. You can also visit us at xanaducinema.com, follow us on Twitter at Xanadu Cinema, and like us on Facebook at Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome.